بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم تسليم كثيرا فما بعد How many of you heard this statement, piece of advice that seems to be given by every motivational speaker? It says, follow your passion. Hmm? You heard this, right? Follow your passion. Now, I say, don't follow your passion, follow your expertise. Follow your expertise. Follow the thing that you are expert in. The reason I say that is not because there is anything wrong in following the passion, but unless you are expert in that area, you will not succeed. Because success is not a factor of what you feel about something. Success is a factor of actual execution, of creating the stuff on the ground. That's why I, yesterday when I spoke to you, I talked about drill. Military maneuvers, I talked about drill. And as I told you, the, uh, the saying about the Roman army, this to the Roman army, this to say that drill is the battle on the parade ground and battle is drill in the field. Uh, because drill ensured execution. And that's always the weakest link in the chain. The, the ability to deliver results, to implement a plan, to execute the dream. People like to dream. Everybody dreams, you know. Take this masjid for example. What 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 would you like this masjid to be? I'm sure you will give me some absolutely fabulous word pictures of how you want this masjid to be. But look around you. Is that happening? Not because people don't want it. Because of whatever reason, they're unable to do it. It's not a, not my opinion. This is fact. Because we don't focus on execution. We don't focus on actually making it happen. Because a dream unexecuted has no value. Many people dream of many things, great things. But only those who can convert the dream into action, only they produce results and they succeed. And interestingly, it need not even be your own dream. The result belongs to the one who can execute, no matter who the dreamer was. There are many cases where people, somebody dreamt something, someone else read about it. Not even his own thing, but they, they did it. It belongs to them, it's their execution. Because drill, and by drill I don't mean only military drills, I mean working together as teamworks. This invokes the power of concerted action. And that always overcomes individual genius. Always. I gave you two examples yesterday. One of the Roman army and the other one of the army of Genghis Khan, the Mongols. Now, the Romans invaded Britain. And they were in Britain for almost 300 years. Julius Caesar was the one who first invaded Britain and then eventually in the time of Nero they sort of gave up and they went back. And the main people fighting the Romans were the Celts. 
Now it's not that the Celts of Britain or the Muslims of Khawarism, for example, who are fighting the Mongols, or the Qin or the Han, the Chinese, uh, two main Chinese people who are fighting the Mongols. It's not as if they didn't have great fighters. They did. There are some absolute long ballads written about this great Celtic fighter who held off an entire uh, Roman battalion on a bridge alone until there were two Roman soldiers who got into a boat and they, they quietly get what went into the river. They went under the bridge and between, through a gap between two planks, they speared this warrior using a long lance from below. Until then, he had, he had the he had that whole Roman battalion completely fought them to a standstill, one soldier alone. So they were great fighters. Many of them were far better fighters individually than the Mongol fighters or the Roman fighters. But battles are won by armies, not by individual warriors. Battles are won by armies, not by individual warriors. And so the Celts lost. Now, the reason I'm saying this to you is to remind myself and you that this is exactly the situation of the Muslims. It's not as if there are no pious Muslims. It's not as if there are no Muslims who are highly educated or and so on and so on. There are. After all, we have supposedly 1.6 billion people in the world, so somebody was good somewhere, right? The question is, what you call critical mass? Critical mass. It is the it is the the tipping of the scale. So one good person, ten good people, nice, will not make any difference. Nice for themselves, but on the global scale, will not make any difference. Right? Simply ask yourself one question, just look around yourself and say, ask yourself one question. When there are issues, for example, take global warming, one of the major, major things happening in the world today, global warming. Who is coming to our religious institutions, to our jamiats, to our madaris, to our darulums? Who is coming from anywhere and asking them to advise, can you please advise us on the future of the world? on global warming. Give us some advice. You are the people of the book. Is it happening? Sounds like a joke, right? The very fact I'm asking you this very stupid question. You must, you must be thinking, I mean, you are polite enough, you won't, you won't call me stupid, at least not to my face. But you must be saying, you know, what kind of a dumb question is this? Is it a dumb question? We are the people of the book, yes? We are the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How come nobody asks us? It's a jolly good thing they don't ask us because we don't know. We don't have an answer, right? So maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saving our face and saying, don't go to them. If you go to them, they look like fools. So, you know, leave it. Is this how you want to live? Is this how we want to be? Because we are, as I told you, there, there will be individuals. It won't make any difference to the world.
because they're individuals. You need a critical mass of executors, of action people who can deliver results for change to happen. And that critical mass will come when we get focused on education, on learning. Especially in this country, we are far too focused on, within courts, pleasing everybody. Right? Parents want to please children. So children must enjoy. Yeah? Marana tells me, somebody came to his mother sir, and uh, said, I'm going to send my child for two or three days. If the child finds it and finds it fun, if the child likes it, then I will admit the child. Huh? This is a condition for your child to go to education, that your child must find it fun. Is it a circus? Is he going to a circus or no mother's life? Almost the default setting of tarbiya. Almost the default setting of tarbiya is you will not like it. That's almost the default setting. You will not like it. Because what is the meaning of Islam? Islam is what? Correction, right? Who likes correction? Nobody. If you tell me you like correction, I will say you are a liar. Simple as that. You take correction because you know it is good for you. You don't like it, but you still accept it because Alhamdulillah, it is painful, but I need to know this. So if we put the condition, people must like that is why if you see by and large, we will have our ulama will not speak the truth before the people because they want people to like them. They will say what people like to hear, not what people need to hear. <coughs> Parents do that with children. We do that in our communities, in our meetings or gatherings. I'm not saying you should deliberately go and offend anybody. No, I'm not insane. Why would I say that? But I'm saying that if there is something which must be said, then somebody must have the courage to say it. If everyone is going to be focused on, you know, I want to be nice, <coughs> then the whole boat will sink. Rasulullah gave the example of the boat. He said if there are, if there is a two double deck boat and the people on the upper deck and people on the lower deck and the people on the lower deck said, you know, we need water, so let's make a hole in the boat. And if the people on the upper deck don't stop, then the whole boat will sink. No? You know this Hadith. So if the people are stopping them, they are not going to like it. But if you don't stop them, everybody dies. The whole boat will sink. That is what is happening to us today, globally speaking. That is what is happening to us today, globally speaking. So my advice to myself and you is, let us get focused on execution. Let us ask ourselves the results. Today we passed 24 hours. Yet from last night to this night is 24 hours. What did I learn? And you go home, write it down. In these 24 hours, what was my achievement? What, what happened to me? What did I achieve? What did I learn? Even if it's a small thing, whatever it is, as long as you can name it. If you cannot name it, then 24 hours have gone and they are wasted. Nothing to show, no execution. Right? So please, get focused every day. Don't go to bed until you write down, keep a, keep a writing pad next to your bed. 
do not go to sleep until you write down in that what is my achievement today no matter how small it is do it don't don't sleep until that happens and see how your life gets changed you will become a hugely productive individual you will you will you it will benefit you more than anybody else but you must discipline yourself to do that it's not easy you will find all kinds of distractions don't worry about forget all that just sit down and write say i will not sleep until i do this yes inshallah wasallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam